0: southgate fantasy league podcast
1: hello and welcome to the southgate fantasy league podcast we're back for season three it's going to be a long one 17 week season so plenty of water to go under the bridge but now it's time to get a little 0.5 episode in here um and i'm going to kick it off with a co-host only and that's uh keelan's story how are we
2: Yeah, it's good to be here, Brian. I think it's appropriate that me and you uh, go through these teams that have been drafted for a 17-game week season and uh, grade them appropriately.
1: Yeah, so we're just going to tick through each team. Um, I've got it all written out, ready to go, old-school style, handwritten, that's my jam. Um, And we'll give them all a rating. Um, I'm interested to hear everyone's thoughts as well on the way through. So um, we'll see how we go. But a good point five at a start. Um, and we're going to do it in draft order. So Kiehl's, you, firstly, you picked up the number one pick. Um, second time now that you've managed to do that in three seasons. So can you tell us a secret? How does that happen? What
2: is going on? I think it's got something to do with the salt levels in the in the group. Uh, I, I think the, the the website knew that if I got pick one, it would just cause an absolute ruckus. Uh, and it also wanted to give me a second chance at Salah. Um 17 game weeks I'll have him for this time instead of one.
1: So my proposal of Fernandez for Salah isn't going to get the job done. That's what you're
2: telling me. Uh, it will struggle. It will struggle to get through. Uh, I think I've learned my lesson. I think I would have won season one had I held on to Salah. Um, so here we are to get redemption on a few people.
1: Would if I give you a forward switch as well, Richarlison, for... I don't know, who have I got? Aubameyang or something like that within the deal. It only counts as one trade still though, Chris. But what if I did something like that?
2: Um, It would be rejected.
1: Okay, so there's just no chance. You're holding Salah, <laughs> even though he's at AFCON, you're holding on to it. But let's have a quick look at your team. It is first up. You got number one pick and you went Salah. You then got pick number 20, which is quite a bit later. Van Dyke you went with. So you took Ben's strategy and went Salah, mm-hmm. Van Dyke. You took Ben's recruiting strategy i just want to put that really clearly down there straight away yeah chris last time looking at ben's team he said he didn't know who his second pick was and then eventually you know conceded that van dyke was a good pick and everyone else was garbage but if we go through the rest of your team so salah van dyke rudiger madison Jorginho, sanchez emerson royale lucas mora Lanzini, Watkins, Schmeichel, Wood, Richarlison, Arizabalaga, and Mark Hall. Mm. There's your fifteen yeah, picks. But- Just want to point out really quick: one, two, three, four players from Team of the Season in season two as well. So four out of the fifteen players from Team of the Season last one you have in your team. So that's a really solid start. In all honesty, what are you? How are you feeling about it?
2: Well, I've gone a different strategy. Uh, the first two seasons, I thought it's really important to get two good forwards, and it's landed me in the mid-table. Uh, it hasn't landed me where I needed to be, so I thought I'll go and get some stat patterns, get some decent midfielders, and and hopefully can uh, come out with a different outcome on the season. I mean, it's a great-looking team for mine. Um, I can't get the smirk off my face looking at this side. <laughs> And he is the, he's the first, eat my words, at 2022, season three. I will finish in the top two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Salah, and of course there is a curse where you can't finish outside the top two that got broken within one season. But that curse must still exist, I'm sure of it. Um, especially over 17 games, having a cheat code like Salah is a big deal um look things I want to point out Madison you actually got is your fourth pick he absolutely took the piss last season so I don't know how he slid so far um pick number 40 that was a steal I feel like um and Watkins all the way down at 100 is not a bad forward Mm -hmm. to be picking up at that point I feel like as well um but you got some garbage in there as well really heavily relying on a couple of you know, Spurs players, I think, because they got the double game week. I presume that's why you got them. But Emerson Royale, bit sketchy. Lucas Moira, a bit sketchy. Uh you picked up Wood. He might not get the double game week, it looks like. Might be on his way to Newcastle, doing a medical as we speak, from what I hear. So a couple of interesting ones in there. But um overall, I, I rate your team pretty well at the moment. It's a it's close to a standout as the number one for me. I think you've drafted Ooh. the
2: best. Jeez. Wow, that's that's only helping my smirk meter. Um, look, if I had to give it a grade, I'd give it an A+. plus. <laughs> mm.
1: Well, I guess if you, if you think you're going to finish in the top two, you can give yourself a grade better than an F, can't you? So that's that's oh, a that's good start. So an A+, plus, as I said, I, I agree. It's a good booking side. I'd be pretty happy with that as a starting point and then get trading over the course of the season. Just to reiterate to everyone with the trading, um so for a, a trade to count it needs to be a fit player who played the week before um so they need to have played the last game week and um or have been fit on the bench or something like that so they never got on the field but they were in the game day squad um, I'll also allow that and also a yellow triangle counts as fit because we got players left right and center who are going yellow triangle so I'll allow that one also just as a reminder you need to trade with everyone on the, on the way to the 17th game week so it's nine trades roughly one every two weeks um, but you could technically get them all done in one week if if you wanted to so there is no limit on per week just over the course of the season get them done with everyone um, so just to no, remind me there, well, I mean,
2: is is the What's the fine system for not getting your, your trades done? Because Alex had to get, what, four trades done last season. He got one done. So, yeah, so he's going to get nine yeah.
1: done. Um, wow. $10 fine per trade that you don't do. The thing is that because in the past when we had the $10, like we had $10 fines last season, but... There was no restriction on who you had to trade with. So no one was necessarily sending them to Alex, whereas now everyone has to. So you can't just be a passenger because even then people will send them to you or they're also going to get that's fined. True. So that's where that works as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, Alex could end up with a $90 fine, but the rest of us <laughs> will end up with a 10 buck fine. <laughs> could he could have some carnage.
1: He could, and then we'll all go out and watch the FA Cup or something at the end of the season.
2: <laughs> yeah. We're still only able to afford one pint, but that's okay.
1: And I'll tell you who's going to be there. Not Newcastle uh, after losing to Cambridge. So. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Keelan, I feel like a really solid start. As I said, four team of the season players in there. So you did exceptionally well. Let's move on to Scotty. He had the number two pick. So he didn't crack the stairs like last season and just go to an mm. auto draft. He actually paid attention, it looks like, and gave it a dip. Here's his team. He's got Alexander-Arnold, Lukaku, Lacazette, Ramsdale, Rafinha, Gabrielle, Gray, Dyer, Smithrow, Pookie, Chalaba, uh, Jacqua, Fournals, Maguire, and Pickford. What are the things that jump off the page for you there? What were you most uh impressed with the team?
2: Um, well, he's actually done okay. Um looking at his side now, it does have six yellow triangles. So um, he's going to hope that players get up and get on the park. But uh, Alexander Arnold is an absolute stat pad. I think he did he outscore Salah in season two. I think he was close to. I being think the he top was just scorer, about
1: player of the season for season two. He yeah. yeah dominated last season.
2: He's got some problems in his midfield. Uh, Ch- Charkas Zarko, whatever he pronounces, likes a red card. Uh, yep. Fornals, who I had, is now out of favour in the starting eleven. So. Mm. He's a good attacking prospect when he's on the field, but, uh, you know, he's not out of favour at the moment. But uh, I'm very upset with Scott. Um, He's gone and picked big, fat-headed Maguire in his defence, knowing full well that I was leaving my last pick for him. And I hope you enjoy the minus three every week, Scotty, because he's a garbage player. He's no good. And uh, (laughs) I've used up all his points last season. Mm -hmm.
1: I was going to say, my direct inkling that he picked Maguire is to rate him really, really low. But for you, I wasn't sure whether that was going to be a positive or a negative. It's a real interesting one now to see your thoughts on his team. Um, I just want to point out the positives. Pookie Power pick 99 isn't bad. He's going to keep playing. you will get two points at the minimum. He might snag a goal here and there. It's just solid. You just want points on the board, especially with the COVID stuff going on. Um, Gabrielle slipped to his, like, one, two, three, four, five, sixth pick. So pick fifty nine is sixth pick. Um, mm. That's solid. That's that's a good backline player to be picking up. Lukaku so early. It's an interesting one because he just didn't fire last season until right at the very end. Is he peaking now? He had that whole thing where he ragged on the club and then mm. was you know had to come and do an apology video. I'm not sure where he sits on that one. Lacazette looks like he's found form. So there's a few in there that are looking good. Looks like he went with some early forwards and then at the end picked up Pookie. So the forward line is going to be solid enough. But it's also questionable. You just don't know whether they're going to get regular points or not. Rafinha, another one, is looking good. Good, solid team. Ramsdale in there. Um, yeah, I think it's not too bad. I would rate this team personally. Um, I'm putting it in the B-plus range. I think it's not too bad. Ooh, Two teamless even yeah. players.
2: Yeah, I mean, one thing I will note on Lukaku is um, can Scott, get Lukaku's fantasy points from Inter Milan because uh, January 31, he'll be in the uh, Syria R, and he'll be looking for a forward to uh, replace Lukaku with. But um, he's got a well-balanced back line. His midfield's pretty good. Um, he is named the B team for a reason. And uh, I rate his team a B minus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a B plus and a B minus. All right, that's pretty solid. Let's move on. We'll go to uh, Chris's team. Um, here it is. Cancelo, Antonio, Edison, Calvert-Lewin, Foden, Tommy, Yasu, Prossard, White, Suchek, St. Maximum, Semedo, Zaha, Mings, Traore, and Gaita. So saved his second goalkeeper right for the end. Cancelo is his team of the season player that he's pulled in. Um, and was also a jet last season. Him and Alexander-Arnold were the two standouts in that back line last season. Um, And he actually had the most points in season two with that 18-point round that he had as well. So he's definitely capable of going big. Um, Calvert-Lewin's not bad. He's back. Um, He needs to turn things around for Everton to turn things around as well, being on the slide. Tommy Yasu is a good defender for him. I see he's stacked up again on a couple of Arsenal's white in there as well. I think he laughed at himself when he picked up Suchek. Um, especially mid round. There, pick 83 is right mm. in the middle of the draft, so that's not a super late one either. Um, Zaha going even later is even more surprising. Pick 118, so and he always ends up with Mings. You can that's death taxes mm. and Chris picking Mings in a draft and <laughs> pretty much how it lives. So. It's not the strongest team that I'm looking at. The midfield has a few question marks, but they're players who can randomly find form. Guys like Trossard who randomly find three weeks of form and go Mm -hmm. 10 points in a row. Um, But he'll want to make some moves, I would think, throughout the season to really shore things up. But um, it's not too bad, but there's work to be done.
2: Yeah, I think, um, you yeah, know, it was really questionable when everyone had had their second pick in the draft and Chris puts in the chat that there's not many players left um, when there was still 599 players to choose from. So he really, um, I don't know what he rates half his side because uh, he's picked, has he picked the wrong Traore or has he picked the right Traore? <laughs> he
1: got <laughs> well, <the> fucking Traore. <laughs> it's the Traore who dribbles past everyone but can't score. So,
2: I mean, Suchek's good for two points. He does nothing else other than I think he's randomly scored his one game in his six years. So he's only going to get two or three points. Foden, he's out of favor. I mean, that's that's a pep masterclass there. If you just put him on field and just hope Pep puts him on field. Uh, <laughs> nah, because he's good when he's on, but ah, he's he just can't get on the pitch. So no,
1: he's good when he's on, but yeah, you just don't know the uh Pep rule out, do you?
2: I really like his forward line. I think he's gone hard at the forward line. I think if calvert Lewin can find some form, um, St. Maximum's always good for a goal here and there, an assist, mm. and Antonio's always well, a ball. So.
1: Yeah, that's true. The forward line's pretty strong, actually, now that you mentioned it. St. Maximum, we've got mm. a good run of games. If he doesn't score or mm. we'll get some assists, we're in real trouble. Um, and I'll tell you what, if we get Wood in, all he has to do is just lob it up to the back post and mm. he'll probably get some assists without doing much. So... Mm. It's yeah, not too bad. Look, I'm pushing this towards personally, I'm thinking it's a C plus. I think it's just below Scotty's into that next range. I'm putting a C plus.
2: Yeah, I was sort of sitting here thinking C was coming out, but um I'm gonna go really harsh here. He's getting a D. <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> All
1: right, fair enough. Well, we're three down. Uh Let's move on to Kizza's team. The reigning champion um, has been very, very good at picking out players. And the Emilio may need to start being called the Kizar because if anyone rolled through players last season, it was him. And he did a fantastic job of it and kept rolling through. So let's see if he pulled any Kizza's here. He's got Bernardo, Diaz, Martinelli, Edward, Odegaard, Sa, Varane, Regulon, Henderson. Luton, uh Cavani, Fabianski, Fred Tarkowski and Joel Linton. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean,
2: look, there's two names there that really upset me. Um, there's two people that auto-drafted that still didn't pick Fred and uh, Kieran's gone out there and actually clicked his mouse button to draft Fred <laughs> and Henderson. <laughs> um I mean, I get he's good for two points, but fuck me. Uh, that is, he was RSPCA dog food. Um, consider him saved at this
1: point. He's picked oh. him straight up at the start of the season, hasn't he? I totally agree. I saw Fred and I was like, oh, my God. Cavani, I know he started getting some minutes and he snagged a couple of goals, but fuck, that's loose as well. You just don't know if that's going to be consistent. Oh. Joel Linton, that's a, yeah. hes found form, but he's still not hitting the score sheet. Like that's that's an interesting one. But it was his last pick. I totally get yeah. that. Um,
2: I mean, even Eduardo there. I mean, he's sometimes behind Benteke, so I know. And there, 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 there could be a point there where he gets no forward on field. I know it's his
1: fourth pick too, pick thirty-seven. I don't think anyone was looking at Eduardo, no. you know, that high. Maybe he knows something we don't. Maybe yeah. this is he's pulling a kizza What I will say is he's got Sar as his goalkeeper. He picked mm-hmm. up Bernardo, who is the Man City Salah, as you said, last season he dominated as well, yeah. um, right up there in his selection. So he's got two team of the season players in there still. Yeah. But, geez, he's trying to pull some kizzas here, and I'm really interested to see if they pay off. For me, I don't think he's going back-to-back here. Like, just Ooh. looking at that starting spot and that wow. team... I'm. Oh, what did I give Chris? A C C plus? Is that mm. what I gave him? So, yeah. oh, fuck. Is it better than Chris's? It's probably on par. Maybe. Oh, he's got Fred in there. I'm lowering it to a C. Yeah.
2: It's
1: just below Chris's because he picked Fred. I'm going C. I
2: mean, I really like his goalkeeper choice in Saar. He was. Uh, he was team of the, the season last year. Mm. He's he's been solid for Wolves. Diaz is a great pick. Varane is also a good pick. Uh, he didn't play much last season, could have been injury, but he's back. Regulon solid. I mean, he's picking Martinelli. I was ironing him off and uh, he, he went and picked him and he's going to score well for him. He's up and about at Arsenal at the moment. Odegaard also can put the ball in the net. So he's got a really mm. solid sort of six or seven players and then it drops off pretty quickly. Uh, but, fuck, he's got Fred and Henderson. Um <laughs> I mean that it, it 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 on paper could get him up to a B with his solid six or seven players, but Fred dropped it down to a C. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Freddie or not, here we come. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. I don't. Yeah, I think we've said enough about those players and and yeah. how we feel about them. So maybe he's got different thoughts. Maybe he's he knows something we don't. As I said, we we should respect the champ, but. We should. I think he's doing an Emilio and backing it up for seventh place or whatever he came. Oh,
2: shit. (laughs) 17 game weeks. As I said, I mean, if he's six or seven top players there carry him, he'll get wins, but Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
1: All right. Let's move on to Emilio's team. So, um, he went Yota with his first pick. I'm pretty sure he's picked him every season so far. Yeah, I'm pretty dude. sure he's picked him every season. He's one of the only championship players that he's held on to and just followed up. He must love him, but mm. it's a drop goat. He knows how to flop in the box and get some points. Mm. So the drop goat Yoda to kick him off. He's gone Sterling, who we know started getting picked at the end of season two mm-hmm. and then destroyed it, but he wasn't picked for the first half of season two. So it's a real interesting one. Jesus, yeah. similar, in and out not sure it's an early forward to grab, you know, that Man City can go huge so he can always be big mm. in points, but fuck, he just doesn't play sometimes. So it's interesting. No. Third pick Danny Ings. I don't even know if he's fit or not. Do you see? is there any triangles on him? But uh,
2: now he's got the all clear. He's ready to go.
1: Okay. He's all good. So that's solid for him then. Cause he can score goals. Robertson gets in there. That was a lower pick than I thought actually pick 45. Mm-hmm. So that's his fifth pick. Um, Robertson team of the season. Pulisic. Uh, Azpilicueta. Alison, Jimenez, Ben Benrama, Castagne, Lamptey, Target, and Kelleher. Um, yeah. Okay. He's gone Allison and then the backup Liverpool keeper. So he's just backed them both in, hasn't he? So that's fine. That makes sense. Um, what I
2: say about Azul Pachweta? Uh, sorry for my pronunciation. It's a really good pick. Uh, I was eyeing him off. With James out with a long-term injury in Chilwell, uh, he is going to play big minutes. So um, he's picked up a a player that will get on field for the next, well, at least eight weeks. And no doubt, the way Emilio goes to the trade table, he will trade him out when when uh, no it's required.
1: Yeah, that's true. I don't think... Um, is James out for that long? I didn't think it was meant to be very long.
2: I think he's out a good uh, good chunk, another four to six weeks, mm-hmm. I think.
1: Really, it says hamstring twenty five percent. I don't know mm-hmm. who knows, but I mean, um, I was doing
2: some Jim's research on a website I just googled during the draft, and mm-hmm. um, they, they said no, that, that's probably uh,
1: that's probably more reliable than this app. Mm-hmm. This app fixes all the time, doesn't it? So, that is true. Yeah, 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 who knows? It's it's a solid pick, as he said. I actually thought his team goes pretty deep. Like as I was reading, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's not too bad. Like Ben Rama, at his eleventh pick, is still solid um mm. he's finally got back in the side and could find some form even lanty his 13th pick he mm. if brighton actually find that form and get some clean sheets again and he's an attacking fullback so he can get points as well mm. um you know i don't know castagna is is he a new signing or something or is he just garbage i'm not really I sure know, he's been around
2: a while but um yeah, yeah Le- lester have picked up in the last few weeks so
1: yeah okay um yeah, Pulisic, has he been, you know, he's in and out. It's an interesting one. He finally got some time recently, didn't he? I don't mm. know. It's not too bad. It's just there's some question marks. Sterling, Jesus, guys who are in and out. Mm. Um, as for Lequeta, as we said, he might be in and out. He might get some good game time, as you said there. Good points. Jimenez, I think, is solid. Um, Decore, it's been injury prone. Is he back playing his best football? I'm not sure. Uh, just a few question marks. But if he's got it right, it could be really good. And if he's got a couple wrong, then he'll start seeing some red triangles and it could be a bit interesting. So this is right down the middle. He does have three team of the season players. I'm going to rate this one a B. I think it's pretty solid.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's only got one AFCON player there, Ben Rama. Um, so he's they're only the out for two weeks. so It's not going to hurt sides too much. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he's got players that will, will get on the park, I think, and... Um, unfortunately as painful as it is to say uh, it is a b for me a b for Emilio. um i really wanted to give you a d just because but um you'll bitch and moan and put a little video on facebook whinging about it so you can have a b
1: yeah he didn't um he didn't pick fred or maguire or anything so i can't give him worst coach of the week or anything like that without um, but, having, having played yeah. so disappointing from you Emilio, that i couldn't stick it in but um I think we both know that even if that was the case, I'm not going to give it to myself, as you said. So that's good. Yeah. But let's uh,
0: hear from the coach himself, Emilio Juhal. What do you have to say to us? Well, good evening, Brian. Um, I thought (laughs) I would just review my own draft because um, I think Keelan is a bit incapable. So um, I'll just save him the job. Well, uh, my first pick was uh, Diego Yotta. He's been very consistent for me the past couple of seasons. Um, my plan was, if I got a high pick, was to um, get Cancelo or Arnold. But unfortunately, I couldn't do that. So, Yota was next best. So, I'm kind of happy with that. I've um, also gone back with Sterling. I felt like he had a good season too. So, I'm hoping he can replicate that. And I've also gone with Jesus. And I feel like both of those players we'll probably cancel each other out in terms of maybe only one of them will start. But again, as long as one of them's on the pitch, I'll be happy. That's my downfall from last season. Again, got a top goalkeeper, Alisson Robertson at the back, Aspilicueta, again, he's going to be playing a lot more minutes with the injuries to Chilwell and James. And then I've got Pulisic. Again, he's been popping up with uh, goals here and there because Tuchel has not really been a fan of Lukaku I guess recently Decore he's just uh, a guy I picked because there was like no one else to pick like I think that's what you do with Everton players anyway so um, he'll be going to the scrap heap unless he gets me uh, some points but we'll see I've also got Benarama on the bench he'll be um, at the AFCON for the next couple of game weeks I'm sure he'll come good once he's back but overall I feel like I've got a strong strike force like I've got more or less the main strikers for each club they like Jimenez main striker for Wolves Ings main striker for Villa and then Jesus I guess he's like the only proper forward for Man, or for, yeah, for Man City because usually the pair faults nine with like a, another attacking midfielder or a winger and I got target from Villa who's going to be replaced by Lucas Dina any moment right now so um, yep yeah, overall happy with the team I felt like I was more confident going into season two. But um, with this one, I'm not going to throw him out there yet, you know? Like, uh, I'm not going to do a, a fucking Scott. I think he's going to win the league when, in reality, he's going to be joining Duncan in the G League. So, yeah, first game up against Christian. I've seen his team pretty strong. And, uh, again, I've got no beef with Christian. So, may the best man win. And I can't wait to finish above Keelan again this year and make it 4-0 in games. Thanks for your time, lads. Have a good night.
1: Yeah, thanks, Emilio. Good to um, hear from your perspective. And it sounds pretty similar, so um, not too far apart. But let's uh, keep going on from here. (laughs) Go on, we've got Alex's team. Alex, um, let's have a look. Actually, interesting. I was wondering, with Duncan out, has he semi have they joined together? Have they joined forces without telling us? Because mm-hmm. there's a few picks in here that just remind me of Duncan's, and not in a bad way, just in a familiarity way. So, yeah, let's have a look. First up, Mount, then Saka, Gallagher, Laporte, Cody, De Gea, um, King, Ward-Prowse, Kilman, Rodrigo, Benteke, Goyi, Sice, Archo, and Krul. Um Gallagher, I know that Duncan got that one off me last time. Mount, Mm -hmm. I feel like, has been in Duncan's team in the past as well. Um, In particular, Ward-Prowse is his favourite. I'm pretty sure he gets him every season. So you bloody false him. Um, Benteke, that's an interesting one we talked about before. I don't think it's too bad, this team. The forward line is a bit of a concern. King, Benteke, Ian Archo.
2: I think Ian Archo is going to play in two weeks' time. Uh, Vardy's out for till March so it is he's just got to get through time, two though. weeks
1: yeah that's the thing and with Benteke mm. and King Benteke is no guarantee so we might be playing mm. a one forward sort of strategy and I'm not sure King's a little bit injury prone sometimes but I, I assume he would be playing but I'm just he's only played 45s at times and things like that he's a bit of a substitute mm. sort of dude so I don't know His forward line is the concern for me Midfield strong, those first three picks, Mount Sucker Gallagher, can all go huge. So that's a real like they're gamble players, but they could be game winners straight up. So um,
2: it's gonna be my first, it's gonna be my first game week without Saka in the side. So, um, sad to see him in another team, to be honest.
1: Yeah, oh, that's a good point, actually. And um, he's been going nuts. You loved him, Laporte, Mm. solid as um, when I had Mm. him last season, and Chris as well. He plays pretty much every game for Man City, so that's really good. De Gea is a solid keeper. Kilman, funnily enough, has made Team of the Week quite a few times, mm. even though we, we rag on him and don't think he's yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, Dewey, as you said, gets in the team yeah. as well, so you'll be watching him closely, I'd imagine.
2: Uh, I mean, look, the, the Wolves players, um, they've, they've been really good defensively for a few months now, um, so... I don't mind his picks of Cody and Kilman and Sace. Um, I mean, and that's three Wolves defenders, but um, they have been keeping clean sheets and, and and going okay. So
1: it's a fair gamble, isn't it? If they do well, his team just straight away will skyrocket. <laughs> if they keep a clean sheet, and if they don't, he is fighting, you know, a battle uphill uh, very very quickly with that many of one team yeah, in yeah. defense.
2: I mean, he's got a defensive midfielder in Rodrigo, so I mean, he's guaranteed two points. But um, he does pop up and get an assistance. I think he scored a wonder goal the other week. So I was playing a wonder
1: score. goal. He got a sneaky little jammy late like, winner against. No, Arsenal. was it? Yeah, it was a real um, jammy, jammy, jammy goal. But he did score, so he can he can be known to fall on the score sheet on occasion. For me, oh, man, there's some plays that can go big and some go small. Mm. Oh, I'm just putting it straight down the middle and going a C because, as I said, this could be a really good or it could be really bad.
2: I really like his midfield. Uh, I think it's going to carry his side. I mean, Mounts scores, Sarka scores, Gallagher scores. Ward Prowse has got back on the score sheet, so um he's got a couple of stat patterns in his back line so i'm i'm pretty happy with this side if, especially with an archio coming back playing in vardy's role for quite a significant period these other two aren't great but you can get away with playing with one forward so you know, that's what i'm going with anyway so uh it's a b for me i'm happy with hey. it hmm.
1: okay all right interesting all right well let's um let's keep going then let's get to benny's team um Benny oh said boy. that he basically got stuck out there. I think he said he got his first pick done and then was stuck on the road, wasn't he? I'm not sure. That's what he said.
2: I mean, he claims he lost reception. Um, he probably lost some brain cells as well, looking at some of his picks.
1: I mean, maybe the bowling ball head got in the way of reception. I'm not sure. I assume that would impact uh, I mean, the amount of Wi-Fi that can you know, get to you or, or the cell phone towers or whatever it might be that can't quite reach at a certain point.
2: I mean, that, that is a factor with two, you know, yourself and Ben sort of auto-drafting. It, it has meant other sides have probably rated a bit higher and, and drafted a bit better because, fuck me, you've picked a lot of players that aren't playing.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to me later, but let's have a look at Betty. First up, he went Ronaldo. Then he went Mane, which um, I assume would be his boy, but he's at AFCON at the moment, isn't he? Uh... Yeah, two weeks, he be right. Vardy next up, which we know can be lethal and he's good at scoring multiple goals, but he's going to be out for a while, as we already mentioned. Mm. So that's, an, yeah, tricky. Rashford, inconsistent. Not sure he was going to play each week. Sancho, not sure he was going to play each week. I'm pretty sure he only has one goal for all of his games so far that he's played. Werner, didn't play last season, basically. We ripped Christian on the last pod for holding mm. him on for all nine games or whatever, and he basically didn't play. Grealish in and out of favour, hasn't done anything, similar to Sancho, I think he has got like one goal to his name or something, Z H similar, in and out of the team, Mendy on AFCON at the moment for a couple of games, Creswell, yeah. I know Chris absolutely ripped his team at the end of last season by saying, yeah, Creswell in there to start, he's mm-hmm. done the same thing for this one, Pope is in there, should be fine, got a double game week, so that's a positive, yeah, okay. yeah Mika whatever his name is, um, don't even we know don't. who
2: he is, but you said you picked we've, him up.
1: So we've just
2: signed him. So Question and it's an Everton defender, so yep. guaranteed not getting a clean sheet there.
1: A trippier, a Newcastle defender, guaranteed not a clean sheet, mm. basically, mm. but a good set piece player too. And if we get Wood, that's possible mm. points. I will say that Stones in and out of the team. Not sure Matip. Can't believe he slipped all the way to be honest to 147. That's actually not a bad get. Because he's played quite a bit of football for. for he the play, yeah, he's played. That's probably the steal that he got in the 15th round. And as we said, question marks galore over every player nearly.
2: Well, Vardy's going to miss seven game weeks. I just did a quick math. Sit back on the 5th of March. Uh, so seven game weeks out of the 17. Assuming Ronaldo's he's going
1: to have a setback as well.
2: Well, exactly. Um, Ronaldo's questionable. Sancho is questionable. Mana is away for two weeks. Stones is questionable. Cresswell has a back injury. And Mendy's away. So, um, who's versing him in round one? He's going to be licking their lips.
1: Well, Nick Castulius is licking the lips at the moment. And mm. they are going to, you're going to need some lip balm because they're going to get yeah. awfully dry very quickly Yikes. from licking them that regularly.
2: Like get a glass of water to keep replenishing the tongue there because it's just going to keep. I hope he... does he have a beard, Nick? I mean that's going to be oh god.
1: You want something? Yeah, the lip bar will get to work out. I don't Especially know. Especially if
2: it's like just small stubble, the chafing on the tongue by game week will be uh, out of control.
1: Yeah, it, people are like, "Jesus Christ, how how often have you been kissing your missus, mate? Like, what is going on? That's a serious pass rash. He's like, "Nah, I'm just playing bed this week."
2: The slurp factor is going to be high. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's bad. I... I'm looking at my own team and I think it is dead set garbage. I actually now I realize I put in waivers because there's no free agency straight up. You're going to wait mm. for the waivers. And I'm now looking at his team and like, fuck, we're, there's some competition. I might need to actually have a really mm. good look at who I put as my number one, number two, number three, four, five, six in my waivers. Yeah. Because um, yeah, he'll I imagine he's heavily going to the waivers like I am.
2: Oh, I mean, I just, I mean, his midfield is just problematic. Now, Rashford and Sancho and Ziyech just have to go. They have to go back to the scrap heap. And that leaves him Grealish and Mane in there to carry, you know, the engine room, so to speak. So, and his back line, I mean, Mike Olenko, I, I mean, we've signed him, but I don't know what he's going to be like. I mean, Trippier... Um, ..good things at Newcastle, but... Uh, yeah, that forward line is heavily reliant on Ronaldo. He's already carrying the where, where does
1: our scale go to? Was this A to A to F or?
2: Well, isn't there like a UG which is like ungradable?
1: Yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, under F, if I was in my teaching days, yeah, under thirty percent, I would give a UG.
2: <laughs> I mean, I wanted to give him a D just to make him stop his lawnmower mid, you know, mid mow of the lawn, but. He's too generous. Looking at it, it's, yeah. it's fucking filthy.
1: Uh, I'm going an F, and but I, but on the on the positive side of that, he didn't draft that side. That's that's the thing. But he can't be too upset yeah. because it's not players that he picked. Or I hope it's not. I hope he hasn't lied and said I, I lost reception because he realised how many mistakes mm-hmm. he made. But
2: well, that's why I sort of got to I've got to give it a UG because he hasn't drafted this side. It's that bad. That it's ungradable.
1: That's true. It might, be, it might be ungradable, but I'm going to give it an F just in case he did actually mm. pick the players.
2: I mean, he's, he's not going to be happy with this grade, but uh, he's brought it upon himself. Be better prepared, Ben. Get reception. Um, it's not difficult. Uh, I used to get reception in Sherbrooke, so there's no excuse.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I wonder if he's got much to say on it. It's going to be interesting. And, in fact, we do have a response from Ben on his draft. Let's have you listen.
2: Hello, draft community. It's your boy, the coach of Party Like a Clock Star. And here we are, season three, ready and raring to go. And then I fuck up. Driving home, had no reception for, like, 40 minutes, and 14 of my 15 players were auto-drafted. But that doesn't matter because... I love a challenge and despite not having picked most of my team and having a dirty, dirty Man City player in my team, I still think I did better than fucking Chris who I rate his team a fucking D. And fuck you, Keelan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, Betty. Well, you're back there. As you said, you did pick a lot of them as we suspected, but um. Nonetheless, uh, good comments and um barbs at Chris. I'm enjoying that. So uh let's keep moving on though to the next team. Um if we go to my team next. Oh boy. Oh Jesus, I know I just said about Ben's team and the question, but let's go through it. It wasn't good. Um as I said to you, Keels, and I said to Chris the other night, I was um out of someone's for dinner and I thought I'm definitely gonna be back by nine o'clock. I won't need to worry about it. No, nah, nine o'clock comes by, I'm still there, I'm stuck, I'm cooked. And it's just auto-drafting, absolute garbage. But here's, here's how it unfolded. i got Kane Fernandez, the drop goat. Oh, my God. I hate him so much. I'm so disappointed he's in my team. Um, he might well score me points, but I'm just so angry that he's in there. I just can't stand him. Uh, Son, who is questionable, looks like might miss this game week and then might be back oh, the yeah. following one. It looks he's, like he's, he's in been here. Up,
2: he's upgraded to the red triangle and back on the 9th of Feb.
1: Mm, yeah, which isn't ideal because it was double game week. So I was hoping he, even if he could slide in one of them, he'd be fine. But no, nah, that's unfortunate. Um, Aubameyang, we know there is question marks about whether he'll ever play for Arsenal again at this point. So that's a real dangerous one to have. Marez at AFCON. Who's so going to miss a couple. Firmino, he's just garbage. Can't believe he's in my team. Um, might trade him for Dennis. You never know. Uh, Pepe, no idea how Pepe even gets picked in there. There's like how even looking at... The rankings, does Pepe end up in a team? He uh, That one, I was shaken to see that name back Nothing. resurfaced. Um, Pogba, another one who I hate. He was in the, mm. the dog food pile, and he hasn't played in like eight weeks and he's not expected to play for at least another four. So that's yeah. disgraceful. He's straight on the waiver list. Chilwell, done the ACL. He's straight on the waiver list as well. Can't mm. believe he got picked. Martinez, um, okay with that. Been doing really well. Gets a lot of points, even in big losses. He seems to get bonus points and be saving them well. Uh, James, he's out for a little bit of time, it seems like, but he can. It's a long season. He's worth holding on to, I feel like. No point getting rid of him. Jansen, um, apart from the fact that he's Brentford, has actually picked up some points. Walker should get a bit of a run, I feel like, at City again. I think they got a couple of mm-hmm. injuries as well, so he might be a good look um Duffy another again if Brighton get a bit of a run I'm okay with that and Leno who is going straight to Scrappy because he's not even Arsenal's keeper so I'll pick up someone else's keeper and roll on there but um let's not kid ourselves there's red triangles all over the team so I've already as I said I'm putting at least four of them I think straight on the waivers or five something like that um just so I've got a team this week to play, but it's disappointing that you waste all those picks, especially when you see some of the steals that other people got while on the list. Mm. Um, to have a few of them in my team would have been good, but that was my own fault. I've got no one else to blame, but myself, we got stuck out at dinner. Um, what an absolute fool. But uh, looking at the drafted team, it'll be better by Saturday once the waivers go through. But looking at this team, I would rate myself, well, an F. It's not good
2: yeah i mean you know as emilio stated you've you haven't missed one pod uh but yet you missed the draft for season three um couldn't believe it when you started drafting once Chilwell got selected uh we we all went into a meltdown in the chat going he's taking the piss now he's genuinely (laughs) just taking the piss well, uh, you know,
1: I rated my team an F just then, but I want to make it really clear. I'm winning the league still. Oh, fuck. Like, I'm still going to win oh, this thing. So it's going to oh, be man, real funny.
2: What, what could go in your favour is there's a massive COVID outbreak and people, again, like the end of last season, have to drop their good players just to get 11 on the park. And you can just swoop in there and pick them up. Um
1: so that's the thing. Losing the first week really badly might be a blessing because mm. I could get first look at the waivers and any of these January transfers coming through, I could get some a few sneaky, really good players coming through. So that's the positive if I have a really bad week one. Between me and Ben, we might snaffle up a few really good players and just boost our team. Sort of like when Scotty got Ronaldo um, in season one when he came late. Not that that helped Scotty's results, but you know, we can boost our teams up still. Um, Harry Kane, double, came, double game week as well to start. You never know. Could find form here. Could just kick three goals himself and, uh, you know, six over the two game weeks and just get me over the line on his own.
2: I think the difference between your side and Ben's is you've got players in there that can go big. Uh, Fernandez, I know he hasn't done much this year, but he, he has potential to go big. So does Son and so does Kane. I know Kane's been shit and been in the dog food, but if he comes good, uh, that's dangerous. And James, in four weeks, I reckon in four weeks' time, your side mot will be looking pretty good. But uh, at the moment, um, well, there's seven red triangles out of your 15 players. And one of those players that doesn't have a red triangle is Firmino. Um, <laughs> It's, it's, it's a but, UG for me. It's a UG. Firmino,
1: here's what I will say about Firmino is that Salah's out.
2: Mm, yeah, he will play. He will play, hopefully,
1: for a couple of games here. So there could be a bit of a sniff before a discard.
2: I mean, that's the thing with you. Uh, it's like me and Maguire last year. When you, when I got the win and Maguire was involved, it was just extra insult to the opposition. <laughs> <If> you win <laughs> with Firmino, that's extra insult. Uh, um, Ammunition for your for your opponent, but That's it's, true. A UG. it's a UG. I
1: didn't rate Chris's team that highly either, so yeah, it's still an F for me. And as he said, a UG for you. It's pretty bad. Um, we'll see what it looks like once I get a few waivers in, but uh, I don't know. I'm even taking some pumps with that. I'm just hoping they're players who play. But as Chris said, after round two, there's no players left, so you can imagine what the the garbage drop pile looks like right now as well. Bloody hell! All right, well let's move on. Um, Let's look at Nick's team. He's got... He went Bowen with his first selection. Um, not a bad player, but an interesting mm. first selection. Tiago Silva, Dennis Greenwood. I'm not a fan of Greenwood. Doesn't get many minutes. Yeah. so That's an interesting one. He must know something or he thinks he's going to get minutes there. Uh, Gundogan, Havertz, Cash, Kane, Gordon, Juan Bissaka, Tony, Wang, Melier, Bettinelli, and Lindelof. So... He does have Dennis from team of the season. Mm -hmm. So he's got a team of the season selection in there that that goes his way. As I said, I'm not a fan of Greenwood. I don't know if Havertz is back. Is he back? Is he playing? Is he sparking? I'm not sure. That's an interesting one. Gundawan, I think, is really solid. And I can't believe he went down to what was it? His fifth pick. So that's pretty late. I was actually surprised to see that one. Cash has popped up and got some good points along the way. Keen if Everton can turn it around and find some of that early season form, he might be points. He's going to play. That's at least what you he'll know. Play. He'll, yeah. he'll play. So there's points. Gordon, the same thing. He'll play. Um At the moment, I would have thought. One mm-hmm. bissaka there's that Man United coming through. I feel like there was a little bit of Man United about this, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Greenwood getting a pick. One bissaka getting a pick. Uh Lindelof getting the pick as well. So he's gone a few... Man United defenders. So he must think they're going to turn that form around and stop conceding some average goals there. Is Wang back from injury? Is he got a cloud? I'm not sure.
2: Nah, he's back on the 10th of Feb. So he's he's pretty much being an AFCON player.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not too bad necessarily. Um Nelly, I'm not sure what the go is there. I know he's the backup backup for Chelsea. So but I, I don't know if he'll get a gig. So I think you can do better as a backup even there. Um, maybe Chelsea's got a good look, and he just thought, in case someone, you know, as a blager gets injured or whatever. But um, Thiago Silva is a very solid pick as well in the back line, so that should stat pad in most weeks. Um, but yeah, not, you know, not enough good players jumping out at me for my liking. Tony, if he's back in form, in all honesty, could go okay um, as a forward, but it's hit and miss. There's a few hit and miss in there, I feel like.
2: Yeah, I mean, Bowen's um, not a bad pick. You know, he has put out some massive scores. So, I mean, West Ham are playing pretty good football. So, you know, hovering around the top four. So you feel like, you know, he's going to continue that. Yeah, Greenwood's coming off the bench. I like his forward line. Dennis, I mean, Tony's from Brentford, but he plays every week, you which know, is what you need. And Wang. Well, he sort of set Scotty's team on fire in season one. So, um, but I mean, Gordon from Everton is how much is he going to play once we get through the transfer window? He's been good lately, but uh, that's a risk there. Uh, Gundogan can score, you know, sort of similar to Bernardo in Man City's midfield. But uh, yeah, I think I think he's looking like a mid-table team at the moment, um, which you know provides a mid. Table rating of C for me.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking similar. I'm going a C as well. As I say, could go either way, but yeah, I think a C is fair. And at least he's got Dennis in there to hold the forward line up, Um, mm. being super solid. So that's always a good start. We get then to the last team, and that's Christian's team. Um, Backed in is Bull. He said, uh, De Bruyne, I'm locking him in. Um, he's going to be a bull. He's going to go huge in season three. So he's just locked him in straight up and a pick 10. That's probably as good as you could hope to do anyway. Tierney is his other boy who he locked in. He's, he hardly, I think he missed half of season two. And then when he played, he dominated and was in yeah. team of the season. Um, I think out of his five games, he was like four times team of the week or something like that. So solid as Tillemans, an early pick an outsider, but um, with Vardy out, we'll definitely be having him look a look at goal and having some shots. So that's solid. Mopey, Really solid forward, surprisingly, this season, but has been quite good. Lloris, Alonso, Kovacic, Bamford, Cucharella, Holberg, Davis, Rice, Ayu, Sanchez, and Byrne. Um, Pretty solid. I like he's gone back to Bamford. Bloody hell, he always picks Bamford up. It's bloody Mm. funny. Um, And when he plays, he scores goals, Bamford. But, fuck, he has hardly played for huge chunks of time. So it'll be interesting to see if he stays fit. Kovacic is similar, been in and out with injury. Alonso is a solid pick, as we said, he's going to play in minutes. Um, although I'm not sure if he wants on, he wants to leave at the moment. That's an interesting one. That might be an end of season thing, though, so he should still play. Um, although I thought they were looking for a left back, Lucas, Luca Dean, or whatever is that maybe mm. who's been floated there? Yeah, I know yeah. Newcastle yeah. also has yeah. been floated too, but I, I heard he's not coming to us, but maybe Chelsea. Um, Couturel has been solid. Had a good season Davis, if if um, with a double game week there, and if Tottenham, if he gets some regular minutes in there, could snap pad for him. Teclan Rice sometimes pops up solid midfielder but defensive, cops yellows. IU mm. found form just at the end of season two, so not a bad third striker to have. Um, it's not too bad. The keeper Sanchez, is it? Um,
0: he's Sanchez- got two good goalkeepers there,
1: yeah. It's not too bad. I think, yeah, especially the pick 10, and you always get the double pick. But, oh, yeah, Lloris is the other keeper, isn't it? Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, but there's a few question marks in there, especially in that midfield, I feel like. That's where he's missing a couple of players at the moment. Um, all right. Well, at the moment, I am thinking he is worth a C+. Plus.
2: Yeah, well, looking at his side, we know what Christian does in the first five weeks, He does nothing, and then he storms home. So this side will score very poorly in the first couple of weeks. Uh, His blood money will then come in. But uh, he's got a heavy reliance on Brighton. Uh, He's got a goalkeeper, two defenders, and a forward. So four of his players are from Brighton, which um, he'll go hard at the trade table, I think, Christian. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's not a bad side. De Bruyne, if he plays regularly uh, will be solid, but it's just too much Brighton in there for my liking. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't like Brighton, I think. It just, it just hurts me to see how much <laughs> there is in there. I think he picked up Burn just because, you know, how many Burns he gives people when he's on the pod. But um,
1: I think yeah. um, this reminds me of a Kizer-type team. Maybe not going to be team of the week, heaps of these players, but mm-hmm. they might well pop up and just get regular points. Um, and that was like his last season. I think he had mm. one of the least team of the season representations, even though he dominated the season. He just had consistency. Yeah. This It screams consistency, not necessarily like game breakers. Um, but maybe that's maybe that's unfair for me to say. I mean, Tillemans did pop up for a 16-point week one time. Mm. Um, as I said, Bamford can score goals when he gets going. Uh, De Bruyne is the big one. If, if he has a big second half of the season here that could be him winning it um if he doesn't yeah i don't know it's gonna be interesting
2: yeah i'm gonna be uh gonna be brutal here i'm gonna give him a d <laughs> <laughs> okay I know he's gonna he's gonna pretty much listen to the pod in about three weeks time and then uh He'll be the first one to put his hand up to get back on the pod to really rip into me after I lose my first two game weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought so. Um, well, okay. Well,
1: awesome. Well, that is the ten teams. What's worth going through as well before we start the season, really quick? Um, we've got the matchups. Let's talk really quick um, about this week's game weeks coming up, and I'll also just want to have a quick leak. Uh, look at who everyone's home ground is as well so first up um party like a clop star benny duncan as we said is hosting Silathan, which is nick castulius's team as we said nick is heavily parched um at the moment after licking his lips so juicily mm. um but it is ben's home game ben's home ground is uh What's he got at the moment? Part of the Klopp star, still the Bunsen burner is what he's held on to. So he's not moved home ground, but he's just changed team name um, just for the rights and responsibilities. Um, what would... If it was Nick still looking for home ground, in fact, he has not told me what his home ground would be. Um, luckily, is away from home this week, but we will be looking forward to hearing from him um, when someone has to travel to Silothan. Um, the next game, oh, what do you think, actually? Benny versus Nick. I'm Obviously, we both said Nick's got a good look in here.
2: Oh, WinViz hasn't even put Ben in calculations. It's it's Nick, 80%, draw, 20%. <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, I'm just reading off, you know, Christian's texted through the views for this week, so. Oh, wow, okay. So- put Ben in
1: it. With Viz took it into account. 80-20. Mm. Um, Ben, no chance at all. Okay. Well, look, speaking of Ben, the next team, Chris's team, D is for Ben. Um <laughs> 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 hosting Ben Salman FC, uh, which is my team. Chris getting a heavy look in here. He hasn't told me if he moved grounds or not, so I'm not sure if it's Loftus Road or not at this point. Um, well, Leafy
2: got shot last week. Leafy
1: year. got shot. He got thrown away. Um mm. So I've no idea if Chris has got a new mascot or a new home ground or not, um, or mm. whether he's just gone to neutral venues. But Ben Salmon will meet him there. Um, geez, when we had a look at the windies for this one, it obviously taking all things into account and the fact that my mm. team is absolute garbage is the most significant mm. of those. Um, it currently has Chris. At a 80% and me a 20%. It doesn't think there's any chance of a draw, but there's a slight, it just has to take into account the waivers and give me a 20% chance there. But 80 20, D is for Ben. Uh, my team, Bin Salman FC, just for the record, we will be playing out of the Saudi embassy in Turkey where anything goes. So don't worry about that one when you um, when you have to travel to us. Um, yeah, the B uh, team. Oh boy, traveling
2: yeah. will be, uh, might not have the team to come back with.
1: You might not, especially if you work for a a newspaper um, publishing bad things about the Saudis. Uh, The B team next, uh, Scotty Miller, hosting Salatorius Lupus, um, which is your mob, obviously, so Scotty against you. Uh, The B team this season will be... B is the new A Coliseum. Mm. Mm. Okay, so... That's where we're playing out of here. If it was your home ground, Keels, we'd be playing at Elmo Ice Sheep Stadium.
2: Elmo is shice. <laughs> Elmo is shice. Oh, shice.
1: Elmo is shice stadium. I think we can all figure out that one, but it's at Scotty's home ground. What do you think your chances there?
2: Uh, I think I've got a very good chance uh, of getting a win on the board against the B team. Um, he'll no doubt go in feeling very confident, home ground advantage. Uh, but fuck you, Scott. Uh, I'm going to walk away with a 1-0 and record. And uh, Wimbis has it at
1: 50-50. Wimbis does have a at 50-50. I think, as we said, you had Sauer. We, we rated your team an A+. But with Sulla in there, who doesn't play for two weeks, that evens it back up because we said Scotty was quite quite a good team as well. Um, so it evens out a little bit. So 50-50 sounds good to me. The next one, uh, Amazon Prime and 69, Alex Fitzpatrick's team, playing out of the Domino Dome still, taking on the lone bowling ball FC, which is Kieran Douglas having a bit of a snipe there. I like it. He's changed the team name. Um, they'll be out of Shotheart Lane again, it seems. So... Alex, though, hosting this one. Oh, we said his team, yeah, a bit up and down. I said Kizzer's maybe not as good this time. He picked Fred and Henderson, so that's an interesting mm. one. Um, we're going to have to eat words, aren't we? They? They're both popping up for goals this week now. Yeah, they're definitely. And
2: look, it's going to be at Alex's expense, so that's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, look, Winbiz, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep boop. Uh, Currently has this one, Alex6040. In front, I think that's of it, fair. Uh, especially with the home game. It feels fair that he goes in the very slight favorite. Yeah. And the last one, Blood Money FC Christian's team taking on the Scouse variant. And yeah. Blood Money FC are playing out of the black site, and uh, the Scouse variant this season are playing out of Not Goodison Park. So, um, I mean,
2: look, going to Not Goodison Park the away team are going to have to wear hazmat suits on the pitch. So uh, you do not want to go home with the Scouse variant of COVID, that's for sure.
1: No, I would have thought so. That one's not going to be good for you. But we said Christian, maybe not so great. Emilio, we said, was actually looking reasonably good, didn't we? So yeah. what does the WinViz have uh, there, Uh
2: WinViz has that one at 50-50.
1: so uh, Mm. even money. So it's going to be interesting to see. A really good one to start, game week 22. Um, But everyone gets a good look. And as we said, it's going to be a long season. We're going to look to have, um, obviously, the Marto Bet Cup will be in there. Um, I guess that, I don't know, if we need to look at free free entry for next season, which will be obviously Mm. late in the year. Um, Was it August, September when it starts up? Or whether we need to look at a small prize money. Um, but we'll also be looking to do the Champions League. I think after mm-hmm. nine game weeks, we'll look to do the Champions League. The exact details I'll iron out, whether we do six teams in it, eight teams in it, um, four teams in it, whatever we think is fair for the Champions League, but we can do a little side tournament going on there in the background as well with a pool, and then uh, some semifinals and a final, I would have thought would be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, exciting things ahead for season number three. We'll keep track of all the records as normal, teams of the week, etc. Um, It's going to be good, but Kiel's... I reckon, any, you, uh... get
2: almost, I reckon you could almost do yeah. for the, the... I'm just thinking out loud here. For the Champions League, like a top six and then just two groups of three and they play each other twice and, I don't know, top two in each group go through and then semis final and someone gets a really big head that can't get through door frames. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was thinking
1: i'm like do we go two pools or three do we just do we go six and five game like you know five game weeks mm. and play each other and i don't know i'll have to have a think um i think two pools would be good and then the top of each pool or top two in each pool as you said play each other off mm. and, and get to a final you could find that one pool was way stronger than the other and both get yeah to the final. Well, you gotta
2: you gotta you gotta seed them based off the last.
1: Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, that's a possibility. I think this time, what I want to do with the Marto Beck Cup is all ten can be in it, but the bottom mm-hmm. four have to play off to get into that quarterfinal oh, yeah. position. So, tenth isn't out of it; they get a chance to play in. Um, same with ninth; they can play in mm-hmm. against eighth and seventh. Um, top six will automatically qualify.
2: Yeah, it's like the it's like the wild card playoffs in the NFL.
1: Exactly, like, that's exactly what I'm thinking, is you still get a playing in chance, um, even though you're absolute garbage and your season is not over. Um, mm-hmm. Mind you, halfway through the season, pretty much everyone's is still up for grabs. It's going to be a long one. Um, the records, what do we have? A 7-2 and two record over nine weeks is the best that we've had. So, in saying that, we've had a zero nine 9 as well. So, someone could be absolutely flying and then lose the rest of their games and it's game on again and, you know, you'll be licking your lips harder than Nick this week. So, yeah. Exactly. Um,
2: can't stop thinking about that chafe level. Oh. <laughs> Cracked corners in the mouth. <laughs> like, man, You'll you will be trying
1: being, not to yeah. express or smile at all because it just cracks the lips back open oh. and it'll be bleeding from the mouth. So
2: it'll be... Especially if he has some Vegemite on toast and it's just on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Salted the lips. Oh, man. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, with that... Um... But look, I'm, I'm happy with that, Giles. We pretty much went through it. I know some people will be upset with this probably over a couple of those ratings, but that's just what we think. We're neutral and, you know, what, well, mine and Ben's team are by far the most garbage. That's what we did figure out. Um, but we got time to repair it and some trades need to be done. But um, any, anything you want to leave us with, Gils?
2: Well, I'll just leave you with a rating for this pod. Um, it's probably been one of the best yet. Yeah? It's been given a B.
1: so it's been rated exactly the same as backing up the worst score of the week two years in a row which was a uh, big think at alex wasn't it so we've been rated exactly the same as those two getting the worst score all right well we'll leave it with that and um it's been a pleasure and looking forward to getting to episode one not a point five see you then
0: Southgate Fantasy
1: League Podcast.